Hey everybody, Dave Hodges here, host of the Common Sense Show. Glad you could join us. We are the show that is freeing America one enslaved mind at a time. And uh, like I said, we're so glad that you're with us here because this is really an important show. As by way of introduction, I'm going to be talking to Bridget Langston. And she wanted to ask me some questions because I've expressed concerns about some of her public officials in her area. And she wanted to ask, and I said, let's get this on the record. Um, Dave Hodges is going to speak out formally and officially. And uh, I, I am highly concerned about some of the things I found. I think the audit is self-destructing. I think there have been good audit uh, people trying to do the right thing. Uh, and I'm going to tell you, ladies and gentlemen, you need to hear what I'm going to say. The audit of Maricopa County had the potential to be the trendsetter for the rest of the nation. And it could have set off the dominoes. In fact, that's actually how they referred to themselves when they started the first domino. We heard this all the time. It was one of Liz Harris's favorite sayings. And they're right. Um, the uh, Fulton County people, I have been talking to them uh, off and on for months. And they said, your people just can't get off the stick. And I said, well, your people haven't even got on the stick. And uh, they, they, they have it. Uh, the people in, in Fulton County have, uh, um, let's just put it this way. The public officials that said they were going to do fair investigation to make sure the people had a fair and honest vote, they have not um, followed through in good faith. And the same thing is true in Pennsylvania. The same thing is true in Wisconsin. Um, it's easier to go along to get along. And that's what I have found here. And I'm going to, and Bridget has a whole lot of questions on this that we're going to get into. And specifically, I'm going to have to do with uh, two of the representatives up there. But this goes a lot further than the, the two two public servants from northern Arizona. And, and for the record, I want to say this, okay? I came under fire from people on the audit team, and they acted unethically. They contacted people in my sphere, in my circle, my colleagues, my, my fellow journalists. Don't listen to Dave Hodges, they said in um, May, uh, May 12th, May 13th, May 14th. I have emails where they would contact people. Don't listen to Dave Hodges. They never successfully refuted anything I said. They just tried to smear me. And I'm thinking, wait a minute, I'm in pursuit of the truth here. And this is what people on the inside were telling me. And I had people inside the audit have talked to me. I have people who are election officials who have talked to me, who have been frustrated with what public officials, the elected officials, have not done. And I got smeared, smashed, insulted, libeled. And I have the basis for a lawsuit. And I've talked to an attorney about this. And I had the basis of a lawsuit against three individuals. And I'm still weighing because I have time. And uh, I still have uh, about six more months to make up my mind. And I haven't decided what I'm going to do. But I tell you, the lawsuit would be good because it would open up discovery and the real facts will come out. But let me tell you what I, what I before I join Bridget here, I came out on May the 12th officially and on the record. And I said, based on my discussions with unnamed three election officials, there were duplicate ballots that were filed all for Biden with no original attachment as required by state law. And these people connected to the audit have not done anything with it. And yet Liz Harris mentioned this very fact 
when she spoke to the Tea Party in Phoenix on July 21st in a meeting I attended. And by the way, uh, she can't take back any of the things she said because we recorded the conversation. We, uh, someone that I went with, we recorded the conversation. We know everything that was said. And in fact, there's discord within the audit because Liz Harris admonished the people in attendance to call Karen Fan to tell her to get off the stick. And we'll be talking more about that later. She was frustrated with Karen Fans, uh, the head of the audit, the uh, state Senate president. And l let me tell you, ladies and gentlemen, the people of uh, Arizona had a chance. They had a chance to really break ground on this audit, to make this go nationwide and overturn this criminal election. And it's a criminal election. And no one's ever going to sue me for saying that because discovery would prove that I'm right. And I have enough evidence to show it's a criminal investigation. It's criminal, not civil, criminal. People should be in prison for what happened. The former county clerk and recorder of Maricopa County should be in prison for what happened. The board of supervisors of Maricopa County should be in prison for what happened. I'm saying this on the record and yes, sue me. I want the discovery to come out and I already have a lawyer who will represent me pro bono. Uh, so I'm serious as a heart attack. The people of this state, the elected representatives have let not down the people of Arizona, but they've disappointed. They have uh, basically been uh, co-conspirators after the fact that have perpetuated this fraud without penalty and they have let down the entire nation. Everything that's going on in this nation right now, these illegal fourth mandated vaccines, and I, and I just want to say this before we go to Bridget. I know somebody who took one vaccine. They got deathly ill, almost died. They have medical exemption written by their specialist, by their doctor, and yet they're not going to be able to go anywhere, do anything, hold a job. No exemption there, but these bastards in Washington and the executive branch have said, we don't have to take that. The postal workers don't have to take it. And the judges who would rule this to be unconstitutional that we're bribing into compliance with us, they don't have to take it, nor do their families, nor does Congress have to take these things that we're requiring of the American people. This tyranny that also extended into Afghanistan that set up an environment where the Chinese are gonna gain control of the world's lithium supply, that's going to wreck this economy, that's going to wreck our military technology, not to mention the thousands of Americans they left behind, and you know, their sat phone communications from people behind enemy lines begging to be extracted. And what is this administration doing? Not a damn thing. And it all starts with the fraudulent election that took place, and this was one of the hotbeds right here. Arizona was a swing state, and that's why this broadcast is important, people. This isn't a local issue. This is a national and international issue, and my public representatives, save a couple, have let the nation down the same as if they perpetrated the fraud. Bridget, that's my position to open, and I know that you're in a neutral position and you have a lot of questions, and I'm happy to answer them, and I appreciate what you do for your community. Sheriff Mack and I went up and spoke uh, to Bridget's community in Kingman, Arizona about a year ago, almost a year ago, and they had a rogue mayor up there who was a diehard liberal Democrat under the control of George Soros, and she ran as a Republican and then acted out as a Democrat. 
And they tried to recall this person, and we kind of got the ball rolling in our public appearance, Sheriff Mack and myself. And uh, they had it done. They had the recall sufficiently numbered with enough signatures, but a corrupt liberal judge threw it out on a technicality and wouldn't even allow the people to correct the one single small error. And like I said, when I moved to Arizona in 1985, the late Lorraine King, who was active in the in the Democratic Party, said, Hi, Dave. Welcome to Arizona. Uh, we have the best politicians money can buy. And this is what I have found in this audit. Um, Bridget, uh, I know you got a bunch of questions you've got lined up that you want to ask me, but I want to say this for the record. I appreciate the fact that you're fact-searching, that you're listening to all viewpoints, and you're not forming conclusions until you have weighed enough evidence and you're satisfied to what you know and I appreciate that because if we had politicians that did this our country would be running a whole lot better than it is hi Dave <laughs> I you know it's it's 10 o'clock in the morning on on Sunday morning and that opening that you just gave I mean whatever it was seven minutes or something I literally am sitting here with tears in my eyes. I swear to you, I'm not exaggerating. I just can't believe what you said was, I've never heard something put so succinctly in, in just a few minutes. Well, I've spent, I, I, I've spent a lot of time on this, five months of pretty intense I research. Know. And, 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 you know, I'm not, I'm not bragging, but here's the thing, Bridget. I've got experience nationally and internationally forming sources, getting information, maintaining lines of communication with good sources, maintaining anonymity of confidential sources. I've never breached uh, confidentiality ever. And this is why I get people to come forward. And in Arizona, this is in my own backyard. I know people. This was the easiest thing I've ever investigated. And it's criminal to the hilt so anyway i know you have a bunch of questions and so let's go ahead and get to them because well, i know time's going to roll very quickly yeah it's going to roll and uh you know <laughs> the questions that, that that i have that we all have here in mojave county in arizona i mean you kind of just mentioned you, you answered a lot of them you know um to, you know to say that we're 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 depressed. We're disappointed. We're worried. We're you know we're we're starting to you know become doubtful about all this. It's September 12th, and um, you know you know my stance. I've I've always been I've been hopeful that this was going to really happen. We all have been. You know we've got like you said we've got our local representatives Leo and Sunny. Let's, let's identify them more completely because we have a national yes. audience. Our, yes, our representative, Leo Biasucci, and our state senator, Sonny Borelli, um, you know, I, I know them well. We, 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 I know them well. And we had a meeting here with them last month, and they, it was last month at our club here. Um, they will be coming back. A couple of weeks, we've we've asked them to come back to 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 give us an update. But I mean, my God, now I mean we're we're hearing this is this they're going after them civilly. I, I yeah, mean, you, I, we're, let, we're, let me let me qualify that real quickly. Uh, criminal would mean 
there was criminal intent in the election, which there is, there clearly is, and that criminal intent could uh, result in jail, prison, um, fines. Civilly means, oh, there were just mistakes made, and uh, we're not going to go back and correct the election um, where the people were defrauded, uh, but we're going to make sure it never happens again. Meanwhile, the politicians yeah. saying that are benefiting directly and indirectly from a corrupt system that continues to reelect them. Right, right. That's 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 our biggest problem right now. We, I don't care about this not happening again. And you know what I mean. Of course, I care about it. But that is not what's at stake right now. We we can't. We're 2024 is a lifetime away because of this fraudulent stolen election. We have a Chinese agent in the White House that is ordering us to take poisonous shots, a series, a series, not just one shot. We're being ordered to take a series of poisonous shots. So we we need this. We were told this election, we were told that Arizona was going to be the catalyst to overturn this fraudulent election. Yes. Now, now we're hearing, and, and what's up with, with our Attorney General Bronovich? I mean, you know, we, I, we know his past is, and his, his record is not great. But well, okay, let me, let me answer the question about Bronovich. Yeah, He's yeah. the Attorney General of Arizona, and uh, he, he's been asked to make a ruling on the fact that the Maricopa County Board of Supervisors can do something that would get all of us who are listening today or broadcasting today thrown in prison. They have not once, but twice, refused court-ordered subpoenas from the Arizona State Senate. And the courts have said, yes, you've got to give up the evidence. And they have twice ordered that evidence to be produced to the audit team, and they have refused. Well, if I did that, I would be, if I didn't comply with the timeline, the sheriffs or the federal marshals or whoever would come out and they would arrest me. Yet they continue to get delays from Brnovich. That's one thing Brnovich is doing. He is not on the side of the people with this. Let me share with you what Liz Harris said on July 21st. And like I said, you know, I think Liz Harris basically has her heart in the right place and she's working really hard to canvas Maricopa County now to figure out who actually lives in the residence they say they lived in when they voted or if they can even find the voter. And she's finding lots of fraud. So let me let me get right down to the brass tacks on Mr. Brnovich. Uh, Liz Harris said on July 21st that Brnovich is prosecuting crimes of voter fraud to such a low degree that it makes absolutely no difference in the election. And if you remember what the Democrats said, well, there's no election fraud that took place across the nation. And if there was, it's not enough to make a difference. And Brnovich is living out the second part of that. I'll give you an example. There is a case that he's persecuting or prosecuting right now where a mom and a daughter both had cast ballots to drop into one of those voter um, uh, places that you drop off the ballots to, which should have been totally illegal. And uh, <laughs> the mom died in October, a month before the election. The daughter saw fit to cast her mother's ballot along with her own, and Brnovich's biggest score is the prosecution of that case. When we know for a fact, okay, and I talked to three election officials, 
and they started adding up votes that were duplicate ballots without the originals attached that demanded to be thrown out but they haven't been who was behind that who allowed this to happen well there were two people running the election George Soros funded Katie Hobbs the Secretary of State uh, and she had uh, George Soros representatives on the floor of the audit on the first day I mean we know what side she's on and then of course <coughs> the uh, Adrian Fontes the county clerk and recorder of Maricopa County um, he helped perpetrate a lot of this stuff and and uh, you know he's more of a minor player but my gosh people the election could not have done what what happened with that in fact let me just share with you too about the election codes Bridget this is another thing that Brnovich has not really jumped into and he should have um, the election officials on the floor of the various precincts are required by law to have the election codes that would control the Dominion voting machines three of them have told me they never had the codes ever and on May the 12th, based on that information, I published an article on the commonsenshow.com in which I said, uh, stop going after the Maricopa County Board of Supervisors for the codes. They don't have the codes. And this is what triggered um, people like Jovan Pulitzer to write to my colleague, Sarah Westall, and just defame me to no business. And I'm thinking, well, gee, why is this triggering so much reaction? because I've got election officials telling me that they never had the codes. And so I believe that my revelation, which triggered this huge backlash against me, also triggered a press conference. Because a few days later, the Maricopa County Board of Supervisors came out with Sheriff Paul, funded by George Soros to $2 million, Penzone. That's right, George Soros through various organizations. This is a well-known fact. Sheriff Back even confirmed this on my radio show. He, uh, he was funded by George Soros, the same as China. That's the same thing as China, because he represents Chinese interests against America. And Paul Penzone came out with a Board of Supervisors, Bridget, and they said, you know, we gave the codes to Sheriff Penzone for safekeeping. That's not even believable. The sheriff isn't part of the hierarchy. And even if that uh, fish story was true, Penzone would have been obligated by his constitutional oath to surrender those codes to the court because the court had already ordered them to be given to the audit team. So they lie upon their lies upon their lies and Brnovich sat back in his chair in the Attorney General's office and let this BS go on. So if people think we're going to get anything out of Brnovich, think again. Now he did order that they had to, in August, he ordered that they had to surrender the codes. That would be the Board of Supervisors and they had to surrender the routers, which we can talk about, and they had to surrender uh, duplicate ballot information and so forth, and the chain of custody documents that they're not giving up. Okay, that was August 2nd. Um, we got to September 2nd. Where's the evidence? Oh, Brnovich granted them their 30-day delay. Yes. When this process started, um, when this process started, there was intense public interest. Now with Afghanistan and with the mandates for the vaccine and all these uh, frontline news, no one cares about the audit. They got away with the crime of America's history. And this is Brnovich is adding to the crime by continuing to give delays. Hey, look, at, you got the routers, right? You got the election codes. You got this, you got that, you got the chain of custody. It's a matter of just putting them in a box 
and giving them to the audit team. Why do they need an extra month? Because Brnovich, in my opinion, is in on the fix, and this is the way he's participating. Mm. In fact, you want to know who else is participating in forcing delays to make public lose interest? Our governor. Well, yes. Our governor. Bridget, yeah, would you course. agree? Do you agree with what Senator Rand Paul has determined that uh, Fauci and members of the NIH, including Fauci's wife, who's the head of research, uh, they perpetrated gain-of-function research, which loosed the Wuhan virus intentionally upon America, forcing voter reforms for absentee ballots in such a manner that voter fraud was rampant and that the election could not have been stolen without the voter reforms that resulted from the uh, the virus. Would you agree with that? Of course I would. It's, yeah. it, the evidence is completely out. I mean, it's there for everybody to see. There's there's no questions about it. There might have been a question a year ago. There's no question now. It's well, I said this was a joint plot. I said this. I'm on the record. I said there's no way this is not a joint plot against Donald Trump between the Democrats and the Chinese. And the reason I said is because the Chinese have motive to get Donald Trump out of office because he reversed the trade imbalance. He put a stranglehold on their militaristic ways in the South China Sea. He limited their planned intrusions into places like Vietnam and other places. Um, he stopped China cold in their tracks. They wanted him gone because he was in the way of their empire. The globalists who want one world government, yes, and they're on the record as saying it, folks. It's no longer a conspiracy theory. The World Economic Forum is telling you about it every day. They wanted the same thing. They want China to be the world policeman. And Donald Trump was in their way. And they had to get Donald Trump out. And after the JFK fiasco that still hasn't died, uh, in that botched investigation, that criminal cover-up called the Warren Commission, they couldn't really kill him because America wouldn't buy another excuse like that. So they had to get him out through voter fraud. And this is what happened. And Doug Ducey, let's go right to the heart of the matter here. <clears throat> Doug Ducey made his fortune in Cold Stone Creamery inside Communist China. Is that a crime? No, but it sets the tone for what I'm going to tell you. The state Senate in early December following the election, less than a month later, they said, we'd like to have a special session to look into the voter irregularities we're hearing about from both officials and from citizens who were eyewitnesses. Doug Ducey said, oh, no, no, we can't do that. Uh, you can come back in on January 13th, one week after the certification vote. Okay, that's not a crime either, but let's go right to the heart of the matter. Uh, in the World Tribune and also the publication called South China, uh, I published the documentation for the following statement made by the governor of Arizona, Doug Ducey. He said, and this is really close to a quote. Uh, oh, by the way, I should back up. He was speaking to the National Governors Association. Hello, the other governors were there. The Chinese Chamber of Commerce was there. And he said, we're so looking forward in Arizona to doing business with communist China. He didn't use the word communist, but that's what he said. And he said, and the Chinese military needs rare, rare earth minerals, and we're happy to supply it to them. So Doug Ducey is an agent of the communist Chinese government by declaration. By, folks, this is in print. I couldn't make this up. I wouldn't make this up. I wouldn't think a governor would be so stupid as to say this in public. But he said this, and the World Tribune printed it as did the South China, and uh, I've had other confirmations that he said this, he's beholding to China and Chinese interest. 
Why wouldn't a Republican governor, if he thought his Republican president had an election stolen in his own backyard, why wouldn't he want an immediate investigation? He blocked the investigation, and he participated in the delay tactics to hope public interest would go away. Does that make sense, Bridget? Of course it does. You know, Ducey is, is pretty famous for that, isn't he, for speaking out of both sides of his mouth, isn't he? What, you mean you uh, know, Mr. He, Ducey or Mr. Roscoe? Yeah, See, exactly. I'm, I'm taking there off the gloves go. here, okay? His original yeah. name is yeah. Roscoe, okay? And that was discovered by the New Times, which a lot of times, a lot of New Times can be out there on the edge. And I investigated this. Was Doug Ducey actually Doug Roscoe at an earlier time in his life? The answer is yes. The name was changed. Why was the name changed? I don't know. Doug can answer that. But I can tell you what I know about the Roscoe family. Organized crime in Ohio. Jail sentences for typical mafia-type crimes. And and uh, did he ever commit any crimes? He was at such an age when they uh, changed the name. I believe he was in high school. I would say he probably was not a participant. But certainly he didn't mm -hmm. want that going forward. And in one way, I don't blame him. But in the other way, what I'm seeing is this conduct as governor towards this election, um, I say it's criminal. I say there's a criminal conspiracy here to delay and obfuscate the truth. That's my position mm -hmm. as, a, as a citizen, and I would like him investigated on that basis. Well, supposedly that what's been, what, that's what has been going on, supposedly. And, and you know, you brought up, you brought up that August 2nd, that September 2nd date. I mean, this is, you know, September 3rd is when I started becoming very um, super angry. And I hate to say it, but I feel pretty hopeless right now. Uh, I really do. Because we were, you know, the, the big drum roll. We've waited. The, the delays have been difficult enough. You know, and when uh, Borelli and Biasucci were here last month, that was the whole idea. We had a packed house. Everybody, we were asking questions. We're all, you know, we're hopeful that we we know that on a global, on a federal, global level, we're pretty much dead meat. We were just hanging on to local politicians, you know, our, our, our local heroes. And... You know, I'm still, the jury is still out for me. I've got to say that because I've got to wait and see. And I know that sounds pretty stupid right no, no, now. No, 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 no. You're gathering facts, and I respect that. You know, I'm, I'm trying to do that, you know. But uh, when September 2nd came and went again, I said, what? You know, and I, I put a little note out on my Facebook page to, uh, to Leo and Sonny. I was saying what, you know. We want people are asking me. People are asking, what's going on? What's going on? How does how does uh, Maricopa Maricopa County? How are they able to once again get a delay? You know, they've they've completely ignored federal subpoenas. How does that work? Why 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 did Abramovich give them another 30 day delay? And you said it perfectly, Dave. Doug Ducey delay like, strategy, that's what it is. Yes, it's the old Kabuki two-step to help China. Yes, and unfortunately, unfortunately, you know, I walk around town here, and I see people are back. They're back at the double masking, even in Kingman. 
okay, because they're buying the variant. You know, they don't get it that people are getting sick and dying from the poisonous shots. So people are falling for that. They don't, they, 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 they're not comprehending anything else right now. They don't even know what's going on with these delays. Yeah, let, let me take this to the presidential level. And in, in a second here, I'll cover Sonny Broly's timetable. Okay. okay. Um, who I one time I counted Sonny Borelli as a colleague of mine, and I no longer do. I I think he sees the hopelessness of it, and he's decided to join the winning team. And I'll get into that in a minute. But um, the uh, the Afghanistan situation, Afghanistan is is one of the very few places in the most uh, prolific place where you can mine lithium. Okay, so. Lithium is the heart of our advanced industrial society here. It is part of virtually every weapon system in the military. Okay, well, the pullout of Afghanistan facilitated Chinese taking over the lithium supply in Afghanistan. And listen, this is not Dave Hodges saying this. This has been reported widely, widely. Um, but let's go and talk about the president. You mentioned something earlier, and I'm going to add to what you said. Uh, communist Chinese controlled Biden. Biden is controlled by China. Biden's son, Hunter, using Biden's name and also traveling to China on Air Force Two. You heard me. We know the story. The Rosemont Seneca group. And this would include Mitt Romney. This would include uh, uh, Heinz, the son, uh, uh, I think he's the stepson of uh, John Kerry. Um, right. He's involved in this. And uh, I forget the gentleman's name came out on Tucker Carlson and said, yeah, yeah this was all criminal what they did with China. That's why I walked away. Uh, I don't know if you remember the guy. I can't think of his name off the top oh, of my yes. head. Oh, yes. Uh, Greg or his 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 uh, his partner. Yes, yes. I know yes. who you're talking about. He walked away, but but I don't even need that evidence. What we now know, what we now know is Rosemont Seneca was folded into a partnership with the Chinese company that does lithium mining for the CCP. Because remember, everything in the government, every business is owned by the government. Every every business in China, I should say, is owned by the government or the or Chinese army. But it all comes back to the government. And the uh, Biden crime family through Hunter Biden, and I'm sure this is on the laptop too, the infamous Hunter Biden laptop. Uh, the Biden crime family owns 10% of the stock in this company. So in other words, when he pulled out too quickly and left thousands of Americans behind in Afghanistan, uh, the Bidens are benefiting from the Chinese mining of lithium, not to mention how it's undermining our economy, because this could, if the Chinese gain control of the world's lithium supply, we will be an economic colony to China. Our military will be secondary in status to China. We will lose technological advantage. And then let's add to the fact that we purposely, and there's no other excuse for it, soldiers weren't being shot at as they vacated the seven bases in Afghanistan. They left purposefully and calmly for the most part. Uh, they could have destroyed all the weaponry. We left advanced night vision. We left advanced Black Hawk uh, helicopters. We also left things that are classified that the government won't talk about because the weaponry is so advanced. The technology is so advanced. Biden purposely left that behind for the Chinese so they could match us technologically. 
Everyone says, oh, the Taliban, the Taliban. Well, they might take the 700,000 rifles and the uh, 64,000 machine guns that were left behind, but they're, they're not going to use the high-tech stuff. They don't have the infrastructure or the knowledge to do it, but the Chinese do. And the Chinese have been in Afghanistan for a long time. I've been reporting on it as the sightings from contractors have come out, and they have told me. And I've published their accounts on the commonsenseshow.com. Now, that means that Biden is an agent of China. He purposely weakened our defensive posture against China. That's treason. And I'm going to back up to what the head of the British head of Afghan forces told me, told me when we were trying to set up an interview. And he said it to Steve Hilton on Fox News. He said, Biden doesn't need to be impeached. He needs to be court-martialed for betrayal. That mean, that's a nice word for treason, and I'm saying that too. This is treason. Now, the Biden crime family has benefited from their treason, but they wouldn't be able to do so without the voter fraud that took place in places like Arizona. So anyone who has participated, both as I'm going to look the other way and pretend it didn't happen, or they have actively participated in the voter fraud, like Maricopa County Board of Supervisors, they are guilty of aiding and abetting treason. The gloves are coming off here at the Common Sense Show, and I'm 100% sure of what I'm saying, Bridget. Dave, what you just said is perfect. Your, your connection is just perfect. It couldn't be said any more perfectly. Um, so, so, so there we have it. We, we, we see the importance of this. And um, so tell me, what about, uh, what about Karen Fan? And, you know, I'm not, I'm not super familiar with all that's gone on with her, but all I know is that she was really never and still is not for decertification. Is that correct? Correct. Um, I did not know this when I first started investigating. I thought Karen Fan was an unsung hero, standing up for the people. We're not going to be defrauded. Uh, and anything else is, and that couldn't be further from the truth. She made statements early on that escaped my attention that I didn't really come across until sometime in May. Uh, we're not seeking to overturn the election. Oh, wait, wait a minute, Karen. You're not seeking to overturn the election as the Arizona state president and the head of the audit team? You're not? Why are we spending $8 million of taxpayers' money then? What, I mean, well, and this is where your representatives come in after the fact, and uh, they basically are taking the same position. And, but they have, uh, well, in the case of Sonny Borelli, I haven't looked at Leo enough to say anything, but I've looked at Sonny in depth. I followed Sonny intently through the month of May and through the month of June with his appearances on a radio show that is labeled on YouTube as Scottsdale Studios. And uh, I will get to Sonny here in a little while with things that he has said, verbatim quotes. By the way, some of the evidence they've tried to erase. And uh, But uh, enough people saw it on my website that I, I called and I said, do you remember seeing that? Oh, yeah. And they would quote to me. So, yeah, we can go to court with that, too. Um, so anyway, to answer your question about Karen Fan, her position basically is this. Someone can break into your house and steal the jewels out of your jewelry box. They can be caught, get convicted, but they keep the prize of their theft, maybe worth millions of dollars. They're, they're, they're going to jail, but, but they're not held accountable, and they get to benefit from their crime. Well, in this case, the, st the thieves behind this election don't go to jail. 
and Karen fans permitting them to benefit from their crime. Oh, we only want to look forward to 2022 and 2024. Uh, bull crap, Karen. Uh, if you find evidence of a criminal conspiracy and criminal acts, this election needs to be decertified. Now, this is the point where I'm going to insert my interview with State Senator Wendy Rogers. <clears throat> now, people need to understand, Wendy's cut from a different cloth. She is a former pilot, lieutenant colonel, retired, and she has a petition on her website now that is asking Arizonans to sign to decertify the election. She sent me six different communications bundled together this last week and said, would you please help distribute this? And it's evidence of the voter fraud. It's evidence of what I clearly see as criminal behavior. So not everyone's on the same side. Now, Karen Fan has been called into question even by people who are associated with the audit. Okay, Liz Harris, going back to that July 21st meeting that I attended and recorded, Liz Harris said at the end of the meeting, she was really frustrated with Karen Fan. In fact, she said this, Mark Fincham is really upset. He's another representative. He's really, really upset. We should have about 20 items on the second subpoena to go to the County Board of Supervisors of what we need. And she's lowballing it down to about four. And that's really close to a quote of what she said. And before we left, she admonished the people of the Tea Party audience to call Karen Fan with the presumption of putting pressure on her to do the right thing and to really dive into what's needed mm -hmm. to complete the audit and the proof of fraud but she resisted and see so what we got we got liz harris on the record saying this now mm -hmm. to liz harris's credit she's sending volunteer teams out and they would go to your house bridget if you were in maricopa county and they say bridget we don't want to know who you voted for but did you vote and how did you vote and what about this guy here, Joe Smith? Uh, well, Joe Smith hasn't lived here in 11 years. Where is Joe Smith? Oh, he's been in Wisconsin, but yet they have a vote for Joe Smith. And this is what Liz Harris is finding. This is part of also what Wendy Rogers put out, is that how many ghost votes were there? Now let's go to your, your, your boy up there in uh, Northern Arizona, Sonny Borelli. Sonny Borelli was a man who, uh, let me tell you what one person told me. This is kind of funny. One of the election officials I talked to said, Dave, Sonny Borelli, he must be listening to your stuff. And I said, why is that? Because he's quoting you without mentioning your name. He's saying the same things you're saying. So I started, oh, I need to go check out this Sonny Borelli. And, and I found him on these uh, interviews, Scottsdale Studio. He was on with Liz Harris and other people. And uh, he addressed a, a voter fraud breach. Um, the voter registrations were breached before the election. So someone was able to get names and could have determined the last time they voted and stuck those names on the duplicate ballots for which there were no originals and just had total fraud. And Sonny Borelli said, yeah, this is how they got voters. And this is a quote from Sonny Borelli in an interview that's been scrubbed from YouTube. He said, yeah, this is how they got voters that lived at the corner of walk and don't walk to uh, be put on these ballots to perpetrate the fraud. And he didn't say ghost votes, but that's exactly what he's describing. Uh, and, and he was on the right side here. I mean, he was kicking butt, 
taking names and talking about the various voter fraud that was taking place. And now I want to know why I can't find that interview at either Scottsdale Studio or on YouTube. Uh, Interesting. So, yeah, and, and and so, you know, and I can't say Sonny had anything to do with taking it down, but yeah. you've yeah. got two entities that no longer have it up, uh, Scottsdale Studio and, and uh, YouTube. Uh, YouTube I could see taking down because they don't allow, you, you can't say anything about the election before they start coming after you. And um, so that could be the case there, but why can't I find it on Scottsdale Studio site? Don't they maintain an archive? Well, they do on some things, but not for this. Uh, but I heard that with my own ears. I published it on my website. People have told me since yeah. I have come out publicly saying to you what I'm saying that they heard Sonny Borelli say those things. Um, wow. And it was on that interview with Scottsdale Studio, which they have two hosts, and they usually have one or two guests. Um, I actually do pretty good interview work. I mean, I was actually impressed with them. Their distribution wasn't very big, and I was disappointed in that. And that's why I was happy to put the one interview with Sonny up on my website, hoping that would give them a little attention because they were doing the right thing. But uh, now Sonny Borelli's position, from what I understand and I've read on various Facebook posts, is that we're no longer looking at the criminal. No, he didn't say that. Let me back up. We're not looking at the criminal. We're looking at the civil. We're not looking for fraud. We're just looking to correct it for the next election. Is that a fair representation of what his position is now? Well, you know, I, I, I'd like to, I'd like to really put that question to him again because it, it sure seemed that way. Did he say now, no remember, fraud? Did he say we're not looking okay, at fraud? Remember, there, there was, they had a meeting last week, and you know, uh, to their. You know, to, I, I, to, I need to be fair. There was a meeting here, of course, last week, and the paper. I posted the article on my page. That's why I was I was asking uh, Leo and Sonny what was going on. We we wanted an update. It was you know after September second, and especially since this um, uh, article in the Miner had been you know uh, published, and we know the KD Miner is liberal leaning. We get all that. However, um, I asked them to, you know, to if, if if that was not correct, because yes, they were saying things like that that they weren't focusing on this, you know, this civilly and not criminally, and it just didn't. It was very not uplifting. I mean, it was it was not very encouraging. So I just I had posted this article and I had asked them to clear it up if this was wrong then please help us set us straight what is really going on why another delay are they going after them uh, criminally and i really haven't gotten an answer you know they yeah. they they did answer they they answered excuse me they did answer it telling me that i should know better that you know the minor was a, a liberal leaning paper but they didn't clear it up we we need we need some answers. We yeah, need to well, know they're not going after going. the criminal. They're as bad as Karen Fan. Um, I, I listen. I've been told by people um, outside of you, not you, that they said uh, they're not looking at the criminal. They're looking only at uh, the civil, and that fraud's not part of this. And I can already tell well, you, fraud possibly... is part of this. Okay, and this is a stupid question, but how can that possibly be? They've been telling us for almost a year 
This is what this was all about, to overturn our election, to start with Arizona so we could lead the way for Georgia and Pennsylvania and Wisconsin and to get this corrupt, criminal, Chinese agent overturned. Yeah, I well. mean, is, is, it, is it hopeless? Is it futile? Are we going down? Are we just going to be, are we waiting to be drug off to FEMA camps? Is that what this is all about? Well, I'm not going to go there on this, okay? okay I know. But I this Biden administration, I'll answer your question this way. The Biden administration okay. has made plans for this, yes, with COVID resistors. That's, a, But that's another discussion for another time. And don't yell conspiracy theory at me, people, because it's happening in Australia. It's happening in New Zealand. And I have I have video proof from residents who communicate with me from those two countries. It's also happening in Canada. And I've interviewed journalists from Canada about this. But that's not the point of this. It doesn't matter whether the, the Biden administration is going to go Nazi Gestapo concentration camp style on us. That's not the point of this interview. The point of this interview is to show how Arizona's politicians are obfuscating the facts. And I'll tell you what the delays accomplish. The, the County Board of Supervisors doesn't need any more time to obfuscate the facts that I've presented and that other people have presented. That, that's been determined. They, they, they don't need any more time to get fake codes from China or from Dominion or whoever they would get codes from to cover up their bad acts. They've had more than enough time to do that. What I think is happening behind these delays is deals are being struck. When, when politicians say things like, well, we're looking into voter fraud, uh, election fraud, that was words that were used early on by all these people. Okay, election fraud, election impropriety. Well, those imply criminal acts. And now we're right. down to the civil. That tells me the fix is in. And we're gonna get to the bottom of the fix because in every conspiracy, you know, there are people who talk. This will come out. And 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 I've been told, too, Dave, you're in Don Bowles' territory. Probably. Uh, Don Bowles mm -hmm. was a reporter in the 1970s looking into the crimes of, of Arizona politicians in the Phoenix 40, and his mm -hmm. car was blown up when he was getting records in Maricopa County. Yeah. And that was actually covered on 60 Minutes. I actually had uh, Mr. Bowles' brother as a grad professor in one of my programs. And uh, I know a lot about that case. And am I in that territory? Probably, except here's the, here's the problem for them. I'm not the only one that has this. I'm not the only one who's interested in this. I've got the biggest mouth right now, but silencing me is not gonna stop the continued investigation of this. People have had their country stolen from them, and that theft started in places like Maricopa County. And we have politicians that are aiding and abetting China. And so if you're taking a position that election tampering, okay, that fake ballots, Sharpie uh, altered ballots, um, if you believe the Dominion voting machine stuff, if you believe any of the things that have come out that Wendy Rogers is saying, for example, those are crimes. Those aren't civil actions. That's not like being pulled over for a speeding ticket. These are crimes. And if you've got politicians saying we're not gonna overturn a crime, then they're complicit in the crime. Does that make sense? It does, Dave. And, and, you know, why over the past few months has this investigation seemingly been so watered down? Well, I mean, yeah, we, I'll, I'll answer your question. That's a good question. That's a yeah. really good question. Yeah. Be because there's not even agreement inside the audit. 
Let's take Ken Bennett. He would be considered at one time to have been the number two guy in the audit. He's the former Arizona Secretary of State. Uh, Ken Bennett was kicked off the audit team, denied entrance to the floor of the audit. And why? Well, because you leaked things, Ken, in violation of your non-disclosure agreement. Okay, he admits to doing it, okay? So they were probably within their right to give him the boot, which Karen Fan did. Okay, but here's the question I have. If you got the number two guy in an audit and everything is on the up and up, why would the number two guy leak anything? Yeah, right, good question. It doesn't make any sense to me. That tells me well, that the integrity of the audit was probably penetrated from his point of view. Now, I'm only guessing, but if someone has a better theory, give it to me. But don't give right. me don't don't, don't give me uh, these explanations like, well, the sheriff had the evidence for safekeeping. <laughs> okay, We're, sorry. Yeah. Let, let me give you the thing about the routers. Let's get this on the record, okay? And mm -hmm. I hope mm -hmm. Sonny listens to this very carefully. Okay, this is directly from Paul Penzone and the Board of Supervisors, and they they all said together, we cannot give up the routers. Now the routers would show the behavior of the voting machines on that night and where they communicated. And some people have alleged like Chris Kitsey, who I had on my show, Chris said, Dave, the the communication between uh, Dominion and people and Dominion voting machine, uh, machine control in China is provable. And I, I didn't endorse the theory, okay? It was in January of this year and I didn't have the context to judge or not judge. Okay, but let's say, just for the sake of argument, <clears throat> that that theory is true, just for the sake of argument. I don't know that it is. But if it is, the routers would show communication patterns. Okay, so um, here's the excuse they give to not give up the routers. In a county of four and a half million people in a general election, we're being asked to believe by Jack Sellers, the chairman of the Board of Supervisors, and Paul Penzone, the sheriff, that uh, the routers they used were second already used routers. Right. I'm not joking. This is what they're saying. No, I've we heard, have, I've heard, I've we heard. have police investigations on there. We mm. have government business that would compromise identities. And I'm thinking, wait a minute. Mm. We have we have four and a half million people in Maricopa County. It's a presidential election and you're using used routers. And this right. is from a county that spends money like a drunken sailor. Um, in fact, they don't spend like a drunken sailor. They spend like the whole damn Navy. So yeah, you yeah. look at you look at this and you're saying, we're supposed to believe this BS? I'm sorry, but guys, I was born at night, but I wasn't born last night. No one believes this nonsense. No one, no one believes the stories. And yet, Brnovich gives them another 30 days. He should have given wow. them three days to produce the evidence because the evidence was already identified by, by Brnovich, identified in the subpoenas, identified in the writ to Brnovich from the state Senate. Uh, he should have said, you got three days to produce it. That's what should have happened. Oh, he gave him 30. Now he's given him another 30. You see, this causes the public to lose interest, just like what Doug Ducey did when he refused to let the Arizona Senate come back. They are an accomplice to this crime right. by not doing their due diligence. See, they have a fiduciary responsibility as elected officials to uphold the Constitution, make sure the laws are followed, and to protect the public interest. I am a damaged party in this election. So are you. 
I was defrauded. You were defrauded. The entire state of Arizona was defrauded, as was the entire country was defrauded. This is a crime, and these public officials have obfuscated the truth, particularly the Board of Supervisors, and they are allowing this crime to flourish and benefit Communist China, the Biden crime family, and any people who have interest in China. In fact, I'm going to say this, and we haven't got a chance to really get into this more than Ducey, but it's easier for me to find officials, let's put it this way, it's harder for me to find officials who aren't influenced by China or George Soros, who's part of China interests. Uh, it's, it's everywhere. It's everywhere. Jack Sellers, I'll just give you one example. He's one of the leaders of the Greater Phoenix Economic Council. And it's the largest businesses in the state. It's all the major universities, it's the banks, it's the utility companies, APS, SRP. Um, it's these major, major corporations. And they're all involved in little Chinese sister programs. Now, that's not illegal. But by the way, we sent the carrier Vincent into the South China Sea yesterday to tell the Chinese back off Taiwan or we're going to war. And yet we've got elements of our society trading with China like they're our best friend. They are not Britain, <laughs> they are not Canada, they are enemies of the United States. They perpetrated the Taliban win in Afghanistan by supplying them with weapons. They're in there right now taking lithium, much to the detriment of our country. I could go on and on, Bridget, but the bottom line is, when these officials don't prosecute these crimes in the manner which is prescribed by law, they're failing in their fiduciary interest to the people of the United States as well as the citizens of Arizona, and they are perpetrating the crime by being, in my opinion, an accomplice after the fact. Yes, that's, Dave, what you said is perfect. And if we don't see a change here, okay, they're giving a green light to everything you said. And by the way, the uh, whistleblower uh, Biden's uh, partner, Tony Bobolinsky, does that sound familiar? That was the guy. Tony Bobolinsky, remember you, the whistleblower. You got it. You got it. That's right. For, for, and for, he was on for, Fox for multiple times saying what I said. Yes. Yes, yes, Tony Bobolinsky. But, uh, you know, and what, what you said is perfect. I mean, this has been the most uh, educational hour for everybody. I want everybody to listen to this. And, Dave, you remember months ago when everybody was gun ho and they were getting, that we were all, we were going to save the country? And, I mean, weren't we told that they already found 10 times what they needed? for fraudulent ballots, 200,000 or whatever the number was. Remember yeah. months ago. Let me interject this. L.A. Okay. Marzulli was on my show recently, and uh, L.A. brought up Jovan Pulitzer. And I said, oh, what did he say? Because, you know, Jovan just attacked me, I think, viciously. Um, L.A. said, on a scale of 1 to 10, we have a 12 regarding the election fraud. And that's what L.A. said on my show. So you're right. You're absolutely right. Well, Bridget, we've come to the end of our time. This has gone far too fast. I know we're going to do a follow-up. But the bottom line is, I'd say this. Sonny Borelli is a likable character. He is. Very, but the bottom line very. is, he needs to get back to what he was saying in May and June, because that was the truth. And on that note, Bridget, I am so sorry, but we are right against a hard break. Gosh, that went really fast. Okay, let's have an update, because we're having okay. a, a, a follow-up meeting mid-October. All right, we'll, we'll do an update before that. Thank you. Take care. Okay, thank you, Dave. Thank you. Bye. Bye, -bye.